0: Hello, listeners, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Tableverse podcast. My name is Justin, and I will be your Star-Lord for this original Starfinder campaign. Playing with me at the table today, we have... Hi, I'm Ali, and I'll be
1: playing Quib, the Usagi Operative.
2: Hi, I'm Connor, and I'll be playing Powell, the Lashenta Envoy. I didn't see you there. I'm Quinn, and I will be playing Kobak. The
3: Vesk Mystic. And I'm JD. I'll be playing Captain Eustace Creana the Maraquai Salarium.
0: And once again, we have a very special guest star here with us at the table. Guest star, please introduce yourself.
4: Hi, I'm Jenny, and I'll be playing Valanth, the Lashunta Mystic. both the shantos we talked about this last time it was a long time ago
5: are we excited about it or are we not we were
4: we were excited we had a telepathic communication how fun what else do we remember from
1: last time
0: Last time you cleared out the notchy nest you found all of the rough riders including t5 and you found a case that he had that belonged to his dwarven friend what why are we laughing now I'm looking at Jenny.
4: I'm just remembering the
0: videos. Oh, the YouTube? The YouTube. (laughs) Like and subscribe. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a comment. (laughs) Even as they're being torn to shreds. (laughs) I had completely forgot about those until just now. (laughs) Oh,
1: man. We have fun here.
3: Those guys had a promising career, too.
0: (laughs) And we found that they had a case. It had a shotgun, had six shotgun shells. And it had four different grenades in them, two cryo grenades and two flash grenades. Um, Connor, I have to apologize to Connor because he wanted to take one of their armor and wear it. And at the time I said, no, not allowed. It's not going to work. Turns out it will work. Well, because you thought I had armor, right? But really, I'm just in my amazing clothes. Right. So you now have in your possession an S-Tex suit, Mark I, that has a logo painted on it. For the Rough Riders. That's great. Do I know what the logo is or is it prescribed? Um, think of it as like the Robin logo, but it, like there's two R's. Oh, heck yes. So you were able to stay at Dutch's Huts. Valanth went ahead and she is going to try to sneak you into Hexton U. And that is pretty much the plan. And Paul and kriana are both dressed up as Amda students, known as Brandon and Ted. And Valanth still doesn't know
3: what we actually sound like. Brandon, Brandon.
0: Bruh. Your bra. You guys know that Valanth knows that you're not from Amda. Well, because we messed up the, uh, the chant, because we thought Amda's chant was, i And Valanth made it clear that that was not. But correct. it's our personal chant. So, the crew of the Terrapin awakes in their room. Did you get one room or two rooms? I can't remember. One big room. There you go. One big room. We finagled it somehow. And you wake up to the horrible decor inside this, uh, this hut, this room, and you hear a knock at the door. Um, uh, Paul
5: will answer the door.
0: And, uh, when you open the door, you see a short elf, elvish woman, and she says, hey, you guys want some eggs? We have eggs. Ready?
5: wow uh good morning good morning yeah can't be worse than what we've been having back on our ship i would i would love some eggs but
0: all right five credits a plate
5: oh no remember we spoke about this earlier
0: did we i'm not sure i've ever met you before yeah i think when we checked in we talked
3: we should have a deal with the uh with the owner to get oh. eggs included with our with our room
0: okay well i don't question a lot of things so here you go here's some eggs thank you so much and can i have three more? this is all four servings well those are four fried eggs okay and we can do them any way you like we've got uh, poached let's just do
5: whatever you think is best and i know i hate this when people are like what do you like to make but if you have anything that strikes you hard-boiled great can we do actually five hard-boiled i would really appreciate it we have someone who's got a bigger appetite
0: we can also do scrambled what
5: you know what this sounds so exciting but i just want to give it to you your choice just dealer's choice if you will
0: you know i'm not i want to i want to please the guests oh
5: i will i'm just so pleased having even met you well i'm paul
0: well nice to meet you i'm sandy
5: Hello, Sandy. This has been what a what a way to wake up. Let me be the first to wish you a good morning,
0: uh, and and good morning to you. Thank um, you. So, so much. I will go and I will painstakingly consider how to prepare your eggs, oh, Sandy.
5: How about you and me right now? You you pick a number, one or two. Okay, ready? One, two, three. Pick three. a number. Oh, uh, it, 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 three was scrambled. You oh, got me. Okay, you got me good. Okay. All
0: right. So three plates of scrambled eggs. A uh,
5: five plates of scrambled eggs.
0: Five. You.
5: Yep. We remember. We went over. it.
0: I, 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 okay so that'll be f- six plates in all yep
5: perfect okay all yep great well okay. i'll see you here in 10 minutes i'm timing you
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that poor woman
5: i have done my work for the day crew everyone else
3: getting us eggs
5: that was it for free and also we already I, had eggs for free and i got us extra eggs that you and kobox can split the eggs here are horrible I will not be eating
1: them. Well, for me then, bitch. Yeah.
5: Well, I did breakfast so someone else has yeah. to has to get the case or whatever at the Animal Ludum. I've have d- done a task.
1: Yeah, you're going to need to do some more tasks, bitch.
5: Well, am I going to get to play in the Animal Ludum game like I you want? You will
2: not qualify to play in that. Well, then game. I have done my task. Maybe if you ever learn magic.
5: I have enough useless skills, thanks to living with you all for
2: this amount of time. So, no, I don't want to add magic to that. Well, you know, you are very nice in the mornings, Paul.
5: Thank you so
2: much. You're such a delight.
1: Maybe if you want to be uh, more of a use to us, you could go back to the ship and hang with Lucas.
5: I would love to do that.
3: That's not going to happen. Yep. No, good idea, Quip. I will head on my way. He <laughs> is never... Never going to be in that ship with Luca by himself.
1: <laughs> oh, right, right, right. <laughs> I forgot the obvious reason.
5: So today, after I've fed us through my charm alone. Oh, Jesus. Y'all have said a lot of things this she morning. Seemed nice. Yeah, she did.
2: Yes, but we have a mission that we have to complete, so I think we should get to it.
5: There's always time for a please and a thank you.
2: You never usually say those things. Because you- I know you. Uh- yeah.
1: All right, we got shit to do today.
5: Y'all eat your eggs. I'm going to fill out these comment cards. I
2: don't want the eggs. I don't want the eggs.
5: Let's
1: don't go. eat the eggs.
3: No one's forcing to eat it, the eggs, go back. God, I hate you people.
2: Let's go. I think it's going to go really well today, you guys.
1: <laughs> 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 I think we're going to kill it. We're all having so much fun.
3: Paul
5: fills out the comment cards. I don't know what everybody else is doing, but that's what he's oh, doing. Yeah.
0: That is the perfect transition to we can go ahead. You filled out the comment cards. Those of you who wanted eggs had eggs. <laughs> and now you're all packed <laughs> up and ready to make your trek to Hexton University.
5: I would like to point out that Aztecs is the worst armor. And no wonder the
2: Rough Riders died. Any armor is better than no armor. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. You had a top hat.
0: I still have my top hat. So you're wearing the top hat with your Amda uh, disguise? Yeah, for the game. I think that fits.
5: I've 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 done it up in uh, the colors.
3: I'm not wearing my hat, by the way.
1: What are the Amda colors? Uh,
3: <laughs> they would be
5: red and gold. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I didn't know if anybody
5: caught that. And yet, of course, there she is.
1: Here I am. Your bitch paid attention to details.
5: Maroon and gold. <gasps>
1: Oh, was I
2: right? You said red and gold. You said red. Red is not
0: not maroon. Maroon
5: is a subset of red and everyone can sit
0: on it. (laughs) Carry on. In order to get to Hexton University, usually it is a, um, a couple of days travel. Students who are accepted to Hexton are not told... How to get there. Kobach tells you all about how he spent weeks scouring through the, the jungles looking for Hexton University. He had to make, uh, he had to make like lean-to shelters and forage for food. and uh, the whole idea is that those who are qualified to go to Hexton are accepted. but only those who are meant to go to Hexton can actually find it. Wow. So all students have to go through this process of trying to find Hexton. It's magically concealed from the rest of the world. And those who can find it, such as Kobach and Valanth, are then accepted uh, within the halls, and they learn about all kinds of different magics and uh, things of the arcane nature. So Kobach has just explained all of that
2: to the three of you. It is an important journey that all the Magi students of Hexton must make.
5: I'm just wondering if, if you've pitched this as a manuscript, or if you're just... Keeping it all inside, just by how tight it seemed.
2: Not everyone is as boastful as you, Paul. So what's what's thinner than glass? Everyone,
5: what what can this house be constructed out of that is thinner than glass? Paper, perhaps my Aztec
0: suit. <laughs> <laughs> all graduates of hexton university are taught the what the layman might call a backdoor into hexton so you don't have to make that day's trek Kobach leads the three of you to the edge of vicentia where the tree line begins and you see him touch a couple of tree trunks uh, go to another tree puts his hand on it looks it up and down and after a few minutes you guys are like what the hell
5: and whenever you're done wanking off those trees, we will be happy to proceed.
3: You know, Paul, it's it's been a while since he's been in these woods. Maybe
0: it's sentimental reasons.
2: Are you sure he's not wanking off your tree? Magic takes time. It is a skill. You must be patient.
0: Okay. After about ten minutes of touching trees... <laughs> Very patient. <laughs> <laughs> Ten minutes of caressing trees.
5: At one point, he seemed to be enjoying it, and sort of focused, just in the moment.
0: <laughs> so he asks you to start following him, and you see him walk around in a circle around one tree. You guys kind of stand there. He's like, no, no, come on.
1: Oh, I've read about this. It's like when they're about to pee. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you follow him one circle around that tree. And he takes uh, three steps to the next tree. He's like, exactly three steps. You guys follow three steps, take a circle around that tree, a left around another tree. You're just circling a bunch of trees.
5: Do the trees know how many steps we've taken? Do the trees count? Can we not just go to the end?
1: Can you just shut the fuck up so I we can get there? I would really,
5: really like to curse you. Can you? Is that, do you have that skill, I think was the word you used earlier?
2: Uh, you are not smart to... Anger someone with power, you know. You are very, very stupid. I won't anger anyone with power. I promise.
0: They're having this conversation as Kobak continues to lead you around the trees, and Quib, you start to notice that the woods around you are starting to disappear.
1: Oh shit! Where those trees go? <laughs> <laughs> Paul, you give me some of that weird ass drug shit.
3: Did you slip a bunch of hyperleaves in our eggs?
0: Not in your eggs, but <laughs> <laughs> <Gross>. <laughs> the trees around you start to fade away and fading in around you you see that you are on a bridge. A very ornate bridge that leads to What you can only assume is Hexton University. You see this giant castle. Imagine Hogwarts in front of you, but like a lot nicer and a lot
5: bigger. I feel like there is like maybe music playing, like it smells good. Like, am I wrong?
0: No, you're absolutely right. That's the Disney vibe. Especially because the Anemoludum is happening. And you can see that there are a lot of people lined up on the bridge. They're going through what looks to be from a distance to be sort of a, a security check. People are checking bags, uh, and whatnot, there are these two big stone golem golems, golems, golems. 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 I say go- golems.
4: golem golems. Golem. Golem. Golem's fine. Golem. I say golem. Yeah, Gollum is the
0: character.
3: Golem is the thing.
0: They have these uh these beams coming out of their heads that are like look like they're scanning people that are that are passing them. In the air you can see a lot of people arriving at Hexton University by different means. You've got uh, people flying in on dragons. You've got people flying in on griffins. People coming in on giant eagles. People floating in bubbles. And then you also see a spectral ghost ship coming down. Uh, Not a spaceship, mind you, but like a pirate ship. Like the Jolly Roger or something like that. Just floating out of the sky and descending uh, behind Hexton University. One last thing. On this bridge, there are six statues, three on each side, Depicting Kobach knows depicting the six druids that started Hexton University.
1: I saw security looks uh, foreboding, so I think I, I need to get my furry little ass up inside your cloak,
0: Kobach.
2: I have exactly three questions. I'm sure one of them might be useful. Possibly two.
5: <laughs> one. How would one procure a bubble for travel?
1: Let's get down to business. <laughs>
2: it, it is not. It is a, a bubble. It is a water molecule that has been expanded to be tensile and to travel. It requires a lot of elemental training.
5: I can do that with science. Thank you, though, for that. That's a good start and off point for the real work. Two. You you know what the statues on the bridge are? Yes, they are the founders of Hexen University. Do you think we should know that? It's like gonna be just to blend in. You don't go here, and no one will ask you. Well, I I know where schools are that I haven't. No, no one's gonna ask.
3: Okay, but I mean we know that now because of my clarifying question
5: number three. How do these little the golem thingies? They're 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 doing like a scan. What was it? Is it like infrared? The data. Where's the wires?
2: Of course, it is magic and not what you uh, describe. I'm it not is, gonna tell anyone, but just where. There are no wires, they are enchanted. Is this
0: the
3: checkpoint for guests who?
0: Oh yes, it looks like everyone's going through this checkpoint.
2: If it's
5: such a big event, like non-magicky people can probably come see. Especially if I go to a school that does
0: magic.
3: I imagine it's only magic people.
0: And they have, we have the robes. We do. So Kobach, you know that in recent years, the animaludum has been open to the public. Townies, as we've been calling them, used to, no non-magical people were allowed. At the animal the good old days. Let's make Hexton great again. The good old days.
5: It's like Halloween Town High.
0: But the Master of Coin mentioned to the Headmaster of Hexton, if we open it up to the public, we can make a lot of money. So now it's open to the public.
3: Yeah, let's go up to the golems and see. You know, the worst thing that happens is they turn us away.
0: Uh, that, is, that is not the
2: worst that could happen. <laughs> I let you all slide with the things you say, but these are some very powerful, angry people.
3: Well, Paul just won't be talking. It's not my fault. I don't please, feel sparkles. Paul,
2: please talk. Please. I would love to.
3: I'd rather Paul not die on this mission.
2: Oh, he won't die.
3: It'll be worse than
1: that. <laughs> <laughs>
5: me and Creon are meant to be from a different school. Would we even walk in
1: with you, or should we give some space? You could walk in behind me. I feel like they should go They should go first, yeah. yeah.
0: I'll go first, then you, Paul. All right, so you get in line. It takes only a couple minutes. The line's moving pretty quick. We've got a couple different people checking bags and whatnot. You are a couple people away from the checkpoint, and you see the golem scan this dwarf. And then uh, his, the yellow beam is coming out of his eyes and scans over his body, and then it turns red. And Uh-oh. the attendant says, uh, excuse me, sir, what do you have there? I, I don't have anything. He's like, could you open your jacket, please, sir? And he's like, uh, 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 and he opens it up, and, and a blaster falls out of his jacket. Well, what is this? Uh, 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 it's, it's not mine, I swear. Well, we're just going to have to hold on to this, sir. And he picks it up, and he drops it in this box, and it, like, disappears. Oh, damn it. Sir, you are free to enter. And he walks in. How,
3: how close am I to the
0: attendant? Uh, you're about five people away now. I'm just going to wave over to him. Okay.
3: Excuse me, sir. Yes. Uh, I noticed that fella uh, tried to bring in a blaster. I do have a blaster on me. Okay. Um, Is there a a weapons check or something we should be
0: doing? Yes, absolutely. As you approach, uh, we will take any weapons, any technological items that you do have. We will deposit them into this box. It is already uh, connected to your essence, and this box can suss that out. And when you exit Hexen University, we shall return your technological items to you. Excellent. Thank you very much. Thank you very much.
3: I'm just going to openly have my pistol ready to hand
0: to him. Okay. Paul.
5: Yeah, Paul's going to talk to Kriana, but through the telepathy. Okay. Kriana, what about your tail thingy?
3: Well, I guess we'll find out. If they take it, they take it. Yeah, your tail's going to fall off. Well, part of it. That's, that's
0: too much. Gross. I'll <laughs> <laughs> we'll get it back. I just want you to be emotionally prepared. I am. I, Am I? You are now. Three people away from the attendant. Wait,
1: I got these guns, though.
2: Uh, also, the fact that Quib is here. Quib is under my enchanted cloak. Yeah, but they're going to sense it.
1: Are my weapons going to be enchanted also then? so
2: Everything underneath the cloak.
1: So I'm good. Okay. I'm trusting
5: you, Kobak. Yeah, wh- an alarm won't go off as soon as like she comes out from under the cloak?
2: No.
0: Two people away from the attendant. Mm, I also have guns. I'm going to very
3: brazenly go up and hand them the gun.
0: Okay. He puts it in the uh, the big uh, ceramic box. You can see flashes away. And when they scan me, what about my tail? Please, sir, could you just step over here in front of the golem? You step in front of the golem, and it looks at you, and it's standing, like, five feet above you. That's how tall this thing is. And it opens up its uh, singular eye, and a bright yellow light comes out uh, and washes over your body, and it turns red. Um, sir, do you still have any technological items on your person?
3: I'm going to pull the attendant to the side Okay. and very quietly explain to him the situation with the tail
0: okay what do you say I'm going to
3: explain to him the significance of the bracer and say it. the okay. history of it enough for everyone else to not hear it would
0: you like everyone else to leave so you can say it yes oh shit <laughs> Okay. everyone else needs to get the fuck out of the room I gotta oh, get like,
1: up we actually
0: you actually have to leave
1: uh,
2: I don't want you guys hearing it I didn't know get we up. could do that
1: <laughs>
0: Okay, everyone is out of the room. Let's continue the scene,
3: sir. I'm. Uh, if you're able to take off the brace, that's fine. It is uh, a marker from my village, signifying that I am banished from it. I I have not been able to ever take it off. I do know that I have been able to modify it for self-defense purposes. So there are weapons in it, of course. But I understand the significance of the event, and I do not want to be any issues. This would be diplomacy. <laughs>
0: Trying to convince him to not take it. Heard. Roll me a diplomacy then. That's 18. Sir, I very much appreciate you being so forthcoming about your situation. Of course, we here at Hexton University are very mindful of the cultures of other planets, and we do not want to be dismissive of any customs, and we don't want to appear as we do not want people to attend the animo Ludum today. Unfortunately, it is very strict Hexton University rules that there are no technological items. So What we can do, this fine ceramic box that we've been depositing everyone's items into, we could attempt, if you're comfortable, placing your tail in there. This box is enchanted to transport these technological items to another a uh, pocket dimension where they are kept very safe for all of our guests. What I'm proposing is that we place your tail in this box. And if it is able to be transported to the pocket dimension, then very well. And if it is not, I'm afraid I cannot let you pass this point. Will it be removing my tail or just the bracer? This enchantment only removes technological items.
3: I'm of course willing to give it a shot.
0: Well, then, sir, please, place your tail in the box. All right.
3: Um, you can bring him in if you want to describe what happens. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> All right, now that everybody else is plugged in, I don't know if Quib sees this, because Quib is inside the cloak. Kobach and Paul, you see Kriana step aside and talk to this attendant, and they're uh, whispering a little bit. You hear murmurs, and you see them pointing at the, the box. Then you see the two of them go over. To this uh, ceramic box And you see that Eustace puts his tail Inside of the box And uh, his tail dips into the box You see the same light And then he takes his tail out And his bracer is not there anymore But his tail is still intact There's just like missing fur Around where
3: that bracer was
2: Yeah so it's like tail alopecia? No,
0: it's, it's like he
5: was <laughs> lying about the tail being broken.
0: Okay, sir. Thank you very much. It seems uh, that it, it worked uh, perfectly. Uh, if you would just uh, step over there, uh, the uh, gentleman will do uh, a currency exchange and he will have you pay for uh, entrance to the animal lootum. Of course. Thank you, sir. Actually, scratch everything I said because you're dressed as an AMDA student. Okay, sir. Thank you very much. Uh, just walk right on in. They'll, they'll let you in. Thank you very much. You're welcome. And hey, good luck today in the animal <laughs> You too.
1: Quib didn't see shit, for the record.
0: All right, next up he sees Paul. Hello, sir. Uh, do you have any technological items on your person today? I do. Oh. I
5: do. What do you have? I have. Uh, it's actually, it's, it's my grandfather's guns. They mean a lot to me. I can imagine. I just had this terrible incident last fall with. The, the box is that, you know, it was like a registry, it was at a wedding, and it, you don't need to know all that. But I just, I feel really attached. I'm a little nervous.
0: Nervous of this box? Not
5: of the box, of of what's going to happen to my items within the box. Well, I can and assure you. You know, you. I'm from the rival school. I've, I've seen the
0: prank, you know, three sheep, one, two, and four. I can't say that I'm familiar with that that
5: prank myself you label sheep what i you label sheep one two and four and then everybody looks for the third sheep you could change the number one number is missing in a sequence
0: i can assure you that this box right here has a hundred percent return rate that's that's typically what has been told to me i would just really really love to hang on to them Mm, i'm afraid that this big guy right here he's not gonna let you the big guy's the golem yeah Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. thought so thought so but you don't have to i mean obviously you want to be here you want to support your school i, I understand that uh i can't wait to get in there and cheer for my fellow hextonians myself <laughs> unfortunately if if you don't surrender your technological items i'm gonna have to turn you away
5: mm. you know what i have an idea okay you're right if you promise to take care of them you well, i'll surrender these two guns and then if you could just Give me directions somewhere I'm visiting, and then I'll feel so much better. Yeah, where, where are you trying to go? I'm actually looking for someone in particular. If you could point me to uh, Ms. Calicity?
0: Professor Calicity. She will be uh, one of the judges today at the animal Ludum Proper. Mm. So if you uh, go there, you know, of course, she's very well known here at Hexton, and a lot of people might want to talk to her or get an autograph, something like that. Right. Um, but I'm sure, you know if uh If you approach her, maybe take off your your amda you know cloak mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. rival schools Rawr. um yeah and uh i I'm sure she would love to have an audience with you
5: groovy, thank you so much you're very welcome and then Paul puts his two guns in the mysterious death box
0: what is that all that you have that's technological?
5: I have my seven staves, a few eyeballs, some illicit materials,
3: <laughs> none of which are technological yeah.
5: Does my armor count? It's Uh, thinner than skin. I would say
0: no. Yeah, you're fine with the armor. At least you got that going for you.
5: No, that's anything technological.
0: Okay, so this uh, golem opens its big eye, and the yellow light comes down, washes over your body, and uh, it stays yellow. Okay, sir. Uh, And since you are from AMDA, the admission is free, so please go right ahead enjoy the festivities.
5: Thank you so much for your help.
0: What was your name? My name is Brian. Thank you, Brian. You're very welcome. And last but not least, Kobach. You step up to the attendant. Well, hi there, uh, Hexton uh, University alumni. It's so very good to meet you.
2: Yeah, yes, I am. It is good to meet you as well.
0: My name is Brian.
2: I am Kobach. <laughs> I'm sure.
0: I'm sure you know the rules, and, and yes, you I, don't have it. I
2: am very well aware of the rules. Yes.
0: Uh, nonetheless, gotta scan you. Do you? I'm just. You know. Do you have any technological items on you? No, I do not. All right. Well, just step right over here, and uh, the golem is going to scan you, and uh, then you'll I, be on your way.
2: I am familiar.
0: Yes. And the the golem comes over, eye opens up, yellow light comes down on you, and immediately turns red. <laughs> <laughs> really confident in that, huh? This is highly unusual. I yes. I I am so sorry. Can I see your staff? Uh, sure. Yeah. Um. I'm sorry. This uh this staff is uh this is a technological item.
2: Wait. What? It it, it is. I suppose I
0: forgot. All right. Well, that's fine. No, th- there's no issue. Um, all I have to do is uh, I'll put it right here in the pocket box. Oh. And um, now we have a name. Now we have a name for it. I like the Mysterious Death Box. In the Mysterious Death Box. and <laughs> That's the, the official M- title. The MDB. <laughs> 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 and you can pick it up when you leave. Sure. Thanks so much for understanding.
2: Of course. Of course.
0: And he takes the staff and it disappears in the box.
2: Well, you have a good day, Brian.
0: All right. And you too, Kobach. Thank you. All right. So you all keep walking across the bridge. Kobug, where's your staff? Uh,
2: It was confiscated.
0: Are you going to need one of Paul's?
5: I'm, I'm happy to share. I just, I was so confused because of all the magic that was being exuded off of it.
2: None of your staves are magical. They are no help at all.
3: Oh, no, I just always assumed that the staff was just like a way to hone your magic.
5: I guess not. I guess the staff was technological and Kobak needed help this whole time because he doesn't have (laughs) enough power. (laughs) Kobak,
2: that's just so terrible. It is not true. It's
5: really a shame. I'm so sorry. If you need one of my
2: staffs, I have seven. They are useless.
1: I was just going to say that. It's like we're becoming one. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still here. Can I come out yet? <laughs> when Quib says that,
0: <laughs> Kobak hears her perfectly, but all Paul and Kriana hear is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Kobak, I, f- I feel like Quib can come out now. <laughs> yes, she can come out. You may leave.
1: And Quib like bursts out from under Kobak's cloak. <gasps> <gasps> <clears throat> it is really unpleasant in there.
2: It's better than being in the box.
1: Ah.
5: <gasps> And the Mysterious Death Box?
2: Can people go through the Mysterious Death Box? She would have.
1: What the fuck? I am a living being, not a android, what the fuck?
2: We're not here to play semantics. We must keep going to
5: the <laughs> library. Do you,
3: know,
2: do you know where the Mysterious Death
5: Box
3: transfers
1: everything?
2: It is a central holding, sort of like an armory here at the university. You can't break into it.
1: Paul. Yeah, I was just going to say, I don't think you're going to be able to chom your way into that.
5: I remembered having a productive and breakfast, back. and now everyone is just a bit negative.
0: As you guys are saying this, another uh, attendant for the, uh, the animal ludum passes you and is like, here's your itinerary, get your itinerary, and hands each of you like a little flyer. It has like a list of events and stuff that's happening throughout the day. Thank you.
1: Wait. Hold up! You're very welcome. Yes, can I help you? Oh, sorry, not you. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and she <laughs> keeps walking. Are
1: people going to be like, "What's the Usagi doing here? Is it is it okay for me to be like this?"
3: There's people. There's tons of different races. Oh, right,
0: right, all right, about right. right, right yeah, right, as you okay. get in there, you see um, all kinds of races, different you appendages, heights everywhere.
1: Thank you. I just got nervous for a second.
5: Plus, if anyone's like, show me some magic, just learn some magic really quick and then do it. Why don't you give us an example, Paul? Have some magic?
2: Yes. you Do some magic.
5: Give me one of your old books and I'll read whatever is in there and then I'm sure like, a, a seagull will get its wings or something.
2: On the other hand, we have work that we have to get
1: done. I know that. <laughs> Why are you telling me that?
2: <laughs> Quib is aware. Uh, we better get a hold of Valanth and get going. We were supposed to meet Valanth at the at the library.
0: Yeah, you guys' communicators are connected to Valanth, so it any any time during this adventure. Do, 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 do. Yeah, do magic dude to do. do, do. do, 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 do. <laughs> Is that the magic one?
4: we
2: we have made it inside.
4: Did the golem give you any trouble?
2: I was forced to resign my staff. Your staff? Yeah, it turns out it doesn't
5: have any real magic power. It's all tech.
2: She can't hear you. This is a party call. No, specifically no you. <laughs>
3: like, I thought we were just hearing a single side of the conversation and we we're like the shitty peanut gallery. <laughs> now
2: I'm
5: imagining everyone else like one hand to their ear listening to Valanth. I'm like, you guys, I can't wait for her to call.
4: <laughs>
2: yes, Valanth, we have made it inside.
4: Meet me at the Grand Library. I'll be on the third floor.
2: Got it.
3: How many libraries do y'all
4: have?
2: Imagine it's the name of the library.
3: But just
1: one?
2: Either way, it'll be the first one you've ever been in. So let us go. Hey, Well, you know, it's the first one I've ever been in. Well, good for you. Well, I
3: was trying to say you're not alone.
0: No,
5: you're alone. I've been in many libraries. <laughs> Thank
0: you. As soon as Kobak gets out of his mouth like, uh, let's go to the library, you hear a voice that says, oh, oh, there they are. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's them. Two AMDA students run up to you guys and they say, oh. Oh, hey, you guys You guys are the alternates, right? What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm so glad that I found you guys. I'm so glad you found us, too. Oh, we my God. Were like, oh we were, no. like, really sweating. We thought we were going to have to go out there with just three men today. <laughs> oh, God. Because, you know, Lofter and Aaron, they got sick or whatever. And, like... Fucking Lofter, man. <laughs> right every time. Right. Every time. It's like we just want to have a quick party for the animal Ludum. And then they just, like... Crap the bed, man! He just literally (laughs) gonna spend a week trying to clean that stuff up. Anyway, we're super glad you guys are here. We're 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 practicing right over there right now. You guys gotta come over. We gotta prep. Totally. We were just going to give these Hexton hosers some business, but <laughs> thing you came around. Yeah, I feel you. <laughs> Posers. Hosers. Hosers. Yeah, it's
5: alliteration.
0: <laughs> I'm still a little drunk. Ah, ah, right. Last night, that's right. I'm Brandon
5: Teddy. what, Dude, I totally blanked on your name because I was just
0: relit. That's fine. My name? is Dijon. DeJohn. That's right. Oh, man, of course. You're one of our best. That's right. You know, I'm I'm a wall. <laughs> That's, That's what right. they call me. That's right. That's right. DeJohn the, the wall. That's right. Okay, so come on, guys. Let's go.
3: That's right. And to keep up appearances, uh-huh. Eustace is going to shove Kobaka
0: over.
3: Everyone oh, at the table is like, what, what the Quick. hell? Do I need to roll a straight check? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, go for it. Go for it. Nineteen.
2: Ah. <laughs> Bam, bitch went
0: down <laughs> So Kobaki just listening And all of a sudden It's kind of like uh, in the Avengers When Hulk like punches Thor <laughs> And Kriana just pushes you over And you're like what the hell <laughs> And you fall over Hexton Hoser What the? It's alliteration oh, yeah right. Teddy and Brandon You guys are awesome Take that Hexton
2: You are on our university You ignorant trash I- I- Excuse Dijon What? I- what is your name? My name? Is the John? Hey. That that is between you and your parents. Please step off. You two are not. You couldn't possibly be considering. The, uh,
3: we are the alternates.
2: All right. I don't know what you're talking about, bro. Don't talk to me like that, you Hexton wannabe.
0: God.
2: I will. I will end you. And how yeah. would you? What, what spell would you use to end me?
0: Oh, oh,
5: oh, 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 Should oh, we oh. duel right now? Oh please! I'll, no, s- you know, I'll see you on the court. That's whoa, okay. Whoa, whoa. That's okay.
2: You Save know what? it.
0: For the animo. Eyes get so heated, I'm sorry.
2: Well, you know what? You couldn't be any worse than the rest of the animal ludum trails from Amda, so go, please. Go with
0: them. We don't need your permission, bro.
2: Oh, yeah, that's right.
0: Them some tough words from someone that don't even have a staff. Oh, <gasps> I see this guy's got like seven staffs. Go, Brandon! Exactly seven. <laughs>
2: exactly. Exactly <laughs> seven. And I'm sure they will serve you very well during the tournament. I agree.
0: All right, but we got to go, man. Farouk is waiting.
2: Farouk? Is that what he said? Yeah. I love that name. Well, good,
3: cuz that's like our team captain. <laughs> no, Farouk's the best. He's, yeah. he's number 1. Hell yeah. All right,
0: let's go.
2: And I th- I think they go. And as they walk away, uh Kobak focuses on Dijon's robe and sets it on fire.
0: Do you actually have a spell that that conjures fire
2: of course i've used it before
0: well you started a, a small fire before but well, you're not trying to hurt it no right? just a little fire. okay, just, okay no, i'm cool. not
2: trying to kill it. i'm not kriana i'm not trying to kill
0: <laughs> i'll allow it for little things like that i'm allowing it but if you're mm-hmm. like i'm gonna attack with a fireball oh, no, 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 you no. don't have that spell okay cool cool. does he even notice he does not notice immediately do they just keep walking yeah they keep walking off <laughs> kriana's gonna get on the headset and kind of whisper back to kobak
3: i'm real sorry about that kobak we're trying to keep appearances
2: i expected better from you
3: it's all, it's all part of the plan.
2: Do you have any idea what you're going to do once you get there? You have no magic for this tournament. Well,
3: on the bright side, it definitely means Axton's going to win.
2: Well, uh, then Quib and I will meet Valant at the library, and I guess you two go lose? Here's what we're going to do, though.
3: <laughs> because we're going to be out on the playing field, we are going to be able to keep a heavy distraction. So you guys won't have anyone coming towards you.
2: Well, that might actually work very well.
3: We all know Paul pretty well. He's going to make a big scene. I would like to point out that this was my plan days ago. And I wasn't for it because I wasn't sure that it was going to work. But Now
1: we can watch it not work. (laughs) It's all going to fall
3: apart. It's going to be a beautiful mess.
2: Well, here's an idea. Why don't you learn magic very quickly on the way over to the field, and and then you'll do very well.
5: Oh, I fully plan to. And if you all see Ms. Calicity, can you send her over? Sure. With respect, because she's a better wizard or whatever than you
2: whatever you say
5: thank you so much hey to john yeah i'm such a fucking sorry i'm such a skis did you remember your your animal playbook i i left mine on that car we stole on the way over here
0: don't worry man when we get over there farouk is gonna go over the game plan and we got rule books right over there freaking awesome
5: i like before the games, after fruits meeting, of course, I like to be in total solitude just to, like,
3: go over my playbook
5: <laughs> for a while. And sometimes me and Teddy are in total, total solitude
3: together. Whoa. Bros. Yeah. We call it dual solitude. Dualitude. I love it. Dualitude. No, it's, yeah. du- well, it's yep. dual solitude, but dualitude, that works too. I appreciate you trying. I might like some. Maybe a trilitude? I think maybe that's for another day. Here's the thing. We know that dual solitude works for yeah. us. We don't want to mess with a good thing right now.
0: Big game, big game. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want to throw you guys off your game. Exactly. Don't? Yeah, yeah. I understand. That's cool. We can give you guys some private time right after. If that's how you guys get psyched up. That's uh, right. That's, that's right. what I want you to do. I'm yeah. gonna murder somebody. That's how we do. Well, let's not murder anybody, but like you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna murder him and get away with it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: They're going to say, oh,
5: God, it was a tragic accident. <laughs> the, the newspapers, they're, they're going to read, oh, God, tragic accident, the animal looted. i I not going to be like, oh, wait, the fireball went off. It just went off. It was too, it was too
3: slow. And then,
0: and then they're going to no. know. Whoa, you guys are cutthroats. <laughs> totally. And they walk off into yeah. the crowd. Paul,
3: Hi. Paul. Can, you, uh, can I get one of those stuffs?
5: yeah yeah um
3: do you have one that's in orange or red
5: Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. that's what you care about
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, well with the the glass are the glass like red yellow orange all the mystic jams (laughs) some sort of uh sunburst color
5: yeah they're different colors because these freaking weirdos <laughs> yeah
3: i mean like it matters it's like oh yeah the red one that one's far it's really just trying to accessorize at this point
5: yeah i've red blue purple and yellow
3: all right can i get the yellow yeah oh yeah i hate yellow you want two yellow i think i'm just gonna stick with the one for now and i'll take the the yellow one and i'm gonna take the Solarian orb and put it inside the glass.
0: Oh, very nice! I Can like you that. remind us what a Solarian Orb is?
3: It's like a ball of energy about the size of a baseball bat. It just hangs out around you. It's what becomes my whip. I understand. Thank you. About it, the size it no- of a It normally bat? floats underneath your hat. My hat. Yeah. Right. The right. baseball, not baseball bat. Somebody's
2: yeah. gonna do a little bit better than you and Adamaludum. I think I'm I'm team captain soon.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you think you're gonna dethrone Farouk?
5: Next days play are numbered. Game. Right. <laughs>
0: The Fall of Farouk. All right, so we leave the AMDA boys, and we are now with Valanth, Quib, and Kobach. Valanth opens the door to the Grand Library and pokes her head out.
2: (laughs) She wasn't ready. She wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. She wasn't ready.
4: (laughs) Looks like you guys made it okay. Where are the AMDA wannabes?
2: They're going to participate in the (laughs) (laughs) Animolodon. I know, it's, it's... It'll be hilarious. We should take time to look at some point.
4: (laughs) So that means we'll continue our winning streak. Definitely. (laughs) Probably with casualties. (laughs) Perfect. Well, come up and see what I found. So Valanth leads them to a section that is just Full of tomes and books on orbs. Just everything you could possibly imagine.
0: Kobach and Valanth already know what the library looks like. But for Quib's sake, um, imagine as you walk in the door, you don't think, Quib, that it's possible that a library of this size could even fit inside of the building that you saw when you were outside on the bridge.
1: Damn, that's a
4: lot of books.
0: Stay nearby us, please.
4: I'm going to run off and read a book. (laughs)
2: God forbid what Whatever we found
4: I spent all night Going through This entire section Looking for the hint of hint of anything About what you showed me And she starts pointing At at different books I I checked there And I I checked in this one And just everywhere And I couldn't find anything Nothing at all Like what you had showed me And now I'm thinking There's very little record of this But there are artifacts At least I've, I've heard it said That are so powerful there's question to whether they even exist.
2: So you think this may be a, a, a mythical object?
4: It might. Ooh.
2: Something with this capability, even in myth, there must be a way to find it. So perhaps we should start looking up myths as opposed to what is already known?
4: Now that's exactly what I did. Now I, I, I do have a theory. I'm thinking it might be the Gamlier.
2: The, the Gamlier. The, the, the bringers of magic.
4: The Gamlier.
3: We would all know who the Gamleer are, right?
0: Yes. The Gamleer are the fae like creatures that brought magic to the Pact Worlds. It could be that old.
4: It, it could be. When I perceived the age, I, I mean, I couldn't tell how old it was. But, but very I mean, old. But extremely old.
2: <laughs> That's what I was telling them.
4: Oh, it's fucking old then, ain't it? There's, there's nothing on them here in, in the library, but there is one place we could look. And it would be tricky to get in.
2: You are suggesting uh...
4: magic. <laughs> it may require magic. Yes.
5: I'm glad that the anti-magic train is catching on. <laughs> Very pleased with that. Connor loves magic, just for the record.
2: So you, uh, you, you, you are suggesting that we? Uh...
4: Well, Narina does have a section of the library that is closed off to everyone, in, including me. So I, I do wonder
2: if there's information there. Correct. We would have to break her enchantment.
4: Me alone? I, I know I couldn't do it.
2: Do you kind of break the enchantment?
5: You're, you're not, not even you're here. Not here. You're not here. <laughs> that
2: is Connor. So, but...
4: But together...
2: Our powers combined.
6: <laughs> I was thinking the
4: same thing.
2: So together, combined, we should be able to break the enchantments, and maybe we can find what she has there. I think so. Then we have a plan. We should probably uh, let the idiots know what we're going to do.
4: Probably. Aren't they training?
2: What training could they possibly
4: (laughs) do? (laughs) Cut to...
0: (laughs) All right, guys. I just want to let you know, Farouk is, like, real tense right now. You can look him in the eye, but, like, don't say anything to set him off. He's really, really upset about Lofter and Aaron not being able to be here. I'm sure he's going to have a couple of, you know, choice words for you guys. I think you're cool but I already know that he's going to have his doubts. We're going to assuage his doubts? Is that right?
3: I
5: drink doubt for
0: breakfast. Whoa, assuage. We weren't drinking that last night. (laughs) Hypnotic. All right, but seriously, don't piss off (laughs) Farouk. Got it. We're having fun out here, but, you know, it's not going to be fun in there if you start cutting jokes like
3: that. Got it. Walking on eggshells with with the F-Dog.
0: Yeah, Najat is in there, too, and, He's a blast. Oh, uh, yeah, Najad. You approach the, this uh, maroon tent, and uh, he, he pulls uh, back the flaps, and he's like, all right, come on in, guys. And you walk in, and you see... I um, love how red this tent is.
3: <laughs> uh, actually, I think it's uh, maroon, like our class colors.
0: Like, yeah, I don't really know. I just know that it matches my robes. Yeah, your robes are pretty red, so I guess it's red. Oh, shit. Did my robes get burned?
3: <laughs> <laughs> he's just not seeing it.
0: What the hell, man? Dijon, by the way, is a human. Boo. Boo. Okay, guys, uh, I want to introduce you to Nijat. And uh, this uh, Nijat is also wearing, you know, the identical Amda cloak. And he seems to be preparing for the Animal Ludum. And um, he's doing a couple of wrist exercises. He is a Shirin. And uh, he has uh, yellow eyes. And he looks at you and says, It is very, very nice to meet you. I am Nijat.
3: Oh, Sheerans are the bug
0: ones. The bug people, yes. Love it, Najat. Not unsettled at all. Love it. Oh, very good.
5: And ni- nice to make your acquaintance. Yep, let's just keep our distance so our energies don't mesh before the Ludum.
0: Yes, I com- I completely agree. If you want to step outside, no one's mad. <laughs> yes, I think some f- fresh air might do me well. Love it.
5: Oh, my God.
0: I will retreat outside. Now. And he, he goes outside. All right. Good job. I could tell that you guys were vibing. That's really important. When you're on a team, I'm going to introduce you to Farouk, okay? Just like, like I said before, just be cool. Farouk,
5: Farouk, Farouk
0: is on fire. Yeah, he's not going to like that at all. It's pretty played out. <laughs> you can see that in the corner there's uh, an- another figure who you can assume is Farouk. He's the only other person in the tent. And... Um, he seems to be reading something you can't really see over his, his shoulders. And Dijon walks over and taps on his shoulder and says, Um, Farouk? And he turns around, and you can see standing there is a tiefling. Oh, shit. This is a half-demon, half-human. Uh, and he has these uh, long, black ram horns. And he is uh, a lightish red color uh, to his skin. And uh, his hair, it's coned back. It looks He looks very proper and put together. He says, I am Farouk. Who are you? Farouk, my name is Theodore. You can call me Teddy.
6: I will call you Theodore.
3: That's fine. (laughs) Yeah, it it is a professional setting. Theodore is my professional name.
6: And it is the name that your mother provided for you. It was indeed, yeah. And what is your name? My name is Brandon. It is very nice to meet you, Brandon. It's nice to meet you, Farouk. You will be our alternates today. Am I understanding the situation correctly? You are. My given surname is Aronian. Have you heard of the Aronians?
5: I can't say I have, Fruk, but I'm
3: I'm excited to meet one.
6: And yourself, Theodore?
3: I have heard of Aronians, but I do not speak Aronian.
6: Well, that's just my family name.
3: Okay. Right.
0: That's a hard no from
6: Teddy.
3: So definitely not. (laughs) So maybe... They haven't even heard of you.
0: <laughs> the whole time he's been talking to you, he's except for turning around, he's barely moved. He is perfectly still with his hands folded behind his cloak. Wait, wait, Teddy, are the Ironians the ones who made up those breakfast pastries? Farouk, is that you guys?
6: That may be one of our distant relatives, yes.
5: But not you? Like, you're not the pastry guy? Because I want to shake his
3: hand. They are really good pastries.
6: My family does not make pastries.
3: I assume your family, your immediate family, is very strong in magic.
6: Your assumption is correct. The Aronian family has won the Animal Ludum four generations in a row. And we came here to win it again for my generation. And we had a very good team put together. And now, Lofter and Aaron are out. So this meticulous planning and training seems to all be for naught. And that the legacy of the Aronians may be tarnished today. And I would hate to see that happen because... You haven't heard of the Ironian family, so you haven't heard of the wrath of the Ironians. I'm counting on the two of you to help me to maintain the reputation of myself and my family. Is this a task that you feel you can meet?
3: Uh, we can try. Uh, we are alternatives, This is an so... answer
6: that I cannot accept.
3: Well, I mean, you know, best laid plans of Yasokian men often go a so...
6: Let's cut straight to the heart of the matter if we if we may. Are you a point? Are you a sweeper or are you a wall?
3: Would I know any of that. You can roll um, Cause, culture, Because I would assume that Kobach would tell us some stuff while we're, like, on the trip in our, like, what was it, 10 days in the drift? He probably, like, gave us the basic layouts of the game.
0: Right, which he did. But these are, we're getting into specific terms now. That's true. What do I need I mean, to sure. roll? I think you, I know. I don't know if you... Got a 26. Better than my 15. All right, so you both actually hit it. Um, so you know that the animal Ludum it is a duel one-on-one. Uh, teams of five face each other, and the team to eliminate uh, the other one, they win. And you duel each other one-on-one. One person can eliminate the entire other team if they are capable. Um, and the person that goes first is called the point. The person who is hopefully going to stop the other team from advancing any further is called a wall. And then someone else, uh, the sweeper, is someone that comes in as, like, your ringer. It's like, they're the ones you want to keep fresh and have go last and bring up the caboose. You would be a sweeper.
5: Who's a sweeper?
0: You would. You would be a sweeper. No,
5: I'm, I'm fruke if I've seen a sweeper anywhere, I think I see it in you. I'm I'm, I'm definitely a. definitely a wall or a point. I've done both. And then, Teddy, you You were just saying.
3: I'm really good at sweeping. Oh, Teddy's a sweeper, too. So maybe yeah, but you guys but can. I can do point. I can do point.
6: All right, that is acceptable. Now, Dijon... Wait, Fruker, you're you're a sweep? You just, you have sweep written all over. All the Aronians are sweepers. Yeah, that sounds right. As you may have heard, Dijon is our dedicated wall. If you have also played point... Yeah. ...then I think it would be appropriate to have you perform first.
3: Mm-hmm. Totally not going to be a bad idea at all.
6: And if you, Theodore, are also a sweeper, I think that it would behoove us to have you go forth. Oof
3: honestly and now i don't want to tell you how to do things
6: (laughs) i should hope not (laughs)
3: no not at all i am only offering my opinion for you to take and do with what you will as you know the team captain yes i think brandon should be towards the end and i should probably be at point i just think i'm a better stronger attack
6: it is very important to me that our point eliminates the first member of the opposing team
3: yeah and that's like super offensive man i think you're stronger on the back end and not for the initial attack that's i think
5: I'm, i think i'm
6: pretty strong all the way around thank you so much teddy <laughs> as we are low on time i am comfortable with either of you taking the position of point yeah, i but just need Teddy's to know just so
5: freaking strong i guess Teddy should just take point if he's just I so just strong need to
6: be assured that whoever goes first we Will draw first blood.
5: Yeah, are you are you gonna draw blood, Teddy, or are you just gonna you just gonna not? Yeah,
3: I think I am. gonna are draw, you gonna draw first blood? blood? Yeah. Oh yeah, you're so strong in this situation. I think I am. Okay, because you were yeah. Farouk, can you uh, give me and my bra just a minute? I
5: would just like a minute, Farouk, if just you could. Like
6: to... Yes, I suppose, but you will have to leave the tent.
5: Of course. Thank no, you. that's fine. Is there another door that the Sharon did not exit out of? <laughs>
0: There's only one entrance. Uh,
3: it's it's weird. He's another type of bug person. He's got issues with bug people. It's weird. Yeah, you know, Teddy has
5: issues with
6: success. So, and his mom. I have an issue with people wasting my time.
3: All right, all right. We'll get back to you. Would should we just come back into the tent after we dis- discuss?
6: You are allowed a 5-minute recess. Of course. Perfect. Thank you, Farouk,
5: for that five-minute... Teddy, it's a five-minute recess.
0: Copy, five. Thank you. Thank you, five. Please
6: leave the tent now. Teddy,
0: after you. Of course. (laughs) And they both leave the tent. Cut back to... Valanth, Kobach, and Quib are standing in front of the door that leads to Norina's private collection of tomes, books, scrolls, all the arcane knowledge that she has collected herself, maybe some books in there that she has authored. And... Decorating the door is the skull of a red dragon, and its mouth is agape, and you can see that inside of the mouth there is a doorknob. Under the skull is a plaque that reads, Feed the Fury, Keep the Hunger Alive.
1: I bet she got some porn back there and shit.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I, I suppose we need to find a way to open the door without losing our hand to the dragon.
4: I think it might have something to do with the words.
2: Feed the fury, but keep the hunger intact.
4: Keep the hunger alive. alive. I'm going to write that out.
2: I guess I should
0: do a roll. Okay. What are you looking for?
2: Um, I'm looking for any way to find out what the fury is or anything that will like lead me to what the answer to this damn riddle is.
0: Okay. Give me a mysticism roll.
6: <laughs> what is
2: it? It's three.
3: <laughs> you have high mysticism, though, right? Twelve altogether because you have nine in mysticism, which is really good.
0: With a twelve, you remember Professor Nora loves to talk about this time when she thwarted the efforts of a cult that worshipped a red dragon. And anytime she talks about that story, she also talks about the lessons of three of the original six druids that started Hexton University. Okay. Um, You know
2: that story that Nora always tells about the cult that she uh, smacked down that worshipped the uh, red dragon? Oh, of course. Perhaps uh, this has something to do with that. Um, And perhaps the the hunger that she mentions is maybe a hunger for knowledge.
4: Now, what else did she tell us about that? That cult, what?
2: They worshipped the dread dragon, and it involved the three of the founding druids of the university.
4: Can I roll a culture check?
2: You absolutely can.
4: Not great. Uh, so that's an 11. You seem to recall.
0: Those three druids are Nora's favorites of the original six. And her, uh, her most favorite was Vaudemont. Second favorite was Barogue. Third favorite is Amergenn. And each of these three druids have a lesson that uh, was their, their, their philosophy when they uh, first started teaching. And Amergen's was, the arcane, much like the world, is not always as complicated as it seems. Some things are just simple.
4: Okay. And I relay that, Volanth relays that information verbatim. So. It's a door. Bitch, let me finish.
2: What is the age
1: of it the door? Is
4: a, you are not here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, so Quib makes a big show and kind of like waves her hands in front of the door like circular motions and kind of like rubs them together. I'm picking up that this is a big ass door and there's some shit on the other side of it that we got to get to. Oh,
4: also, it's old.
2: <laughs> As everything is here.
4: With detect magic, can I detect what kind of enchantment is on the door? Like, specifically what would happen?
0: Yeah. You cast detect magic, and of course you feel magic coming from Kobach, books in the area around you. The door specifically, though, you feel magic coming from the doorknob inside of the the dragon's mouth. And you feel that it is teleportation magic.
4: Valanth tells them that. Can I roll mysticism on the teleportation?
0: Um, to do what?
4: To perceive distance to which it would transport us. Sure. It's a 14.
0: You feel that this teleportation will take you um, outside of Hexton University. To where? You
4: don't know. Okay, but just outside of the grounds, and that's, that's what I was looking for. My first thought was to use telekinesis to lift something to touch the knob, but I have a feeling that it, it may trigger an alarm of some sort once the teleportation has been achieved.
2: No, we do not want to draw attention to ourselves.
1: So
4: what can we do? I mean, I got my gun.
2: I think that would cause a lot of uh, dis- uh, noise and.
1: I got my knife. We could try to pick it.
2: Uh, there's no lock. What the fuck. Well, if we go back to the uh, the lessons with uh, A. A. Mergen, then it would be that things are not as difficult as they look. So perhaps
1: some things are just simple. Maybe you should just open that damn door. back you
4: go. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wait, I have an idea. Okay. Okay. What? Yes? Me, Jenny, has an idea. Okay. Uh, So I'm not in character yet. Now, I think we should have a lookout, and I'll go through the door. Yeah, I'm cool with that. I'm not going to argue that. I think Kobach should stay, and Quib can be our lookout. Hell yeah.
1: And I will just remove myself from this situation.
5: (laughs) You're alive because you know when to go home.
4: You're not here.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So we try this, just the two of us.
4: So Valanth waits until Quib leaves, hop, 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 (laughs) until her her hops have receded from earshot, and she turns to Kobak and she says, now, there's a lot of things I'd like to tell you, in case this goes wrong. And then Quib calls him down the hall,
1: hey, guys, (laughs) (laughs) hey, we didn't make a signal or nothing. (laughs) Do we need, like, a signal or something, or should it just be me yelling? I'll just yell. I'll just call, I'll just holler at you if anything happens.
2: Y'all go ahead. Uh, She,
4: uh... So, basically what I want you to know is if this does go wrong and if if something does happen to me...
2: Yes, Valand?
4: Kobach. I'm getting nervous. (laughs) Like me, Jenny. (laughs) Kobach. Ever since we competed in class and tried to always out magic each other yes. and despite me winning a couple of those duels
2: just a couple, yes
4: I mean, they were important duels, but um, I have always loved you and if, if this goes wrong, I just want you to remember that I would have died trying to help you and to truly remember me as a great mystic
2: And I, I don't know what to say. I I've always been fond of you as well. Uh, I guess you will have to survive so we can talk about it more.
4: I I guess. And with that, she reaches out and touches the doorknob. She
0: reaches out, touches the doorknob. She disappears. And that's where we're gonna end the episode. No! Ah! You let her go. You let her go,
5: Quinn.
1: I've always been fond of you as well. What the fuck?
0: Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Tableverse Podcast. The crew of the Terrapin will return next week. If you like this episode, please consider giving us a review and rating on iTunes. That would really help other amazing people such as yourself to find the show. If you'd like to keep up with us between episodes, you can find us across all social media platforms at The Tableverse. The Tableverse Podcast is a Timid Jester production. It is hosted by me, Justin Harris. You can find me at Cheris Harris. The podcast is edited by Jeffrey Duke and myself. Quib is played by Allison Klemp. You can find her at Allison Klemp. Powell is played by Connor Gallagher. You can find him at Connor said what? Kobach is played by Quentin Lamar. You can find him at Quentin Lamar. Captain Eustace Criana is played by Jeffrey Duke. You can find him at Jeffrey Duke. Original music for the Tableverse podcast was composed by Jennifer Rocamp. You can find her at jenniferroecamp.com. Original artwork for the Tableverse podcast was illustrated by Liara K. Crane. You can find her at liarakcrane.co.uk. Until next time, remember, it is not in the stars to hold our destiny. It is in ourselves. You let her go.
2: You let her go, Quinn.
1: I've always been fond of you as well. What the fuck? Might as well just say thank you. Yes,
2: that's exactly <laughs> what it is. She dropped a bomb on me. And what you was said, I supposed to say? thank you. I love you too. Die. I don't know. She's
1: about to die.
2: We didn't know she was about to die. I'm sure she she's about to. She
3: thought she was about to die, though. That's the point. I was
2: inspirational. I said, you'll
3: have to get through it so that we can talk about it more. Which
2: honestly would have been better than
3: saying just, than, than adding the I'm fond of you as well.
5: You, you gave her a task, is what you did. She Look, said I love you and you said yeah the, the mission door. comes first
2: okay?
4: <laughs> I would have expected nothing less uh.
2: <laughs> She knows who I am <laughs> Now
1: I would have thought she had
4: higher standards <clears throat>